0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the second of our three Ravnican Midi sessions. I am your host and DM Jasper, also known as Kryax, and we are here today with Danielle, who is playing the part of Seren.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone?
0: So, uh, thanks for starting out. I think we should go with recap, uh, Seren or Danny. What you, what what exactly happened to you last session?
1: So okay so like let me remember so pretty much what happened is i met a dude uh, a dude named uh, Ardwin. arduin i like i feel like arduin's a trustful trustful name i'd hate to break his kneecaps so he better be cool um i met uh, a dude in blue roads named Ardwin. um apparently he's from the simic's guild but i can't remember if i know if he said that or if that's just out of care he said it was the simic guild right Correct. Okay, yeah. Saren has no idea what the fuck a Simic Guild is. I didn't know what one was, excuse me, I didn't know what one was until I was told, until after the game. So I'm like, oh, cool. Um, so we were on our way to go to the guild, but then we saw a shooting star. And if anyone knows anything about Saren, she loves stars. And she saw like a, a shooting star like go and crash somewhere, so of course she's gonna go see what's going on. So... Now, So now she's like, well, aren't you coming? And he's like, uh, 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 okay. And now he's coming with her because he's also a curious fellow. And that's what I remember. We were like making our way downtown.
0: Great and good. So we'll pick up there. It sounds like a good place as any to uh, start up. So we pick up our adventure. Uh, you were already like at m- way past evening at this point in Ravnica, so to speak. Um, and so you're basically following the trail of where you thought this star was going. You heard the crash maybe like a couple of moments ago. So, you know, it's a, of a significant size and heft. Mm -hmm. And when you uh, are able to arrive on the scene after tracking it, you hear sounds of an argument happening from quite a distance away.
1: From quite a distance away. Can I, it's, it's nighttime, right? Correct. I can see in the dark. Let me pull up my character sheet because I should actually, you know, have done that. Oh, I love the new character portraits. They're so cute. You're welcome. See. Did we we took a long rest and everything last time, right? Correct. I wish there was like a instantly heal yourself button. That'd be nice.
0: It'd be nice, wouldn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to uh I'm gonna quietly approach the noise.
0: So as you begin to approach,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you hear footsteps from behind you and then panting as as Ardwin has finally caught up to you after you kind of sprinted off towards this direction. He uh raises up a hand and like uh lightly touches your shoulder and says, Wait up! You just, I just need a minute. Ah, you were fast.
1: Like you really. To, you have to be faster or else you get eaten. It's, a really, it's really good it's a really good lesson that people of your stature should keep an eye out for
0: for reference uh Siren has 35 movement speed
1: oh what does he have
0: 30 like everyone else
1: oh am I just faster in general a yes yeah she's just hey man how many times has she like had to out like run like hydras and shit or whatever because you said they were on her planet so she's had to outrun them okay. Um, I'm going to like kind of make a little like motion to my lips and I'm going to like point out like with two fingers, I'm going to point out to where the direction that I hear the noise is from. And I'm going to do a, like a little, like, you can't see the motion I'm doing fans, but it's a, it's a come here. It's totally a come here emotion. Um, which I'm gonna call it. And she's going to kind of point out and she's going to continue to sneak up, see if she can see anything.
0: So as you begin to approach, Arduin kind of like hunches down in sort of this like, sort of like stealthy posture and begins to follow you.
1: Uh, Oh, actually, hey, I have, um, I also, I have Mask of the Wild, so I can attempt to hide even when I'm only lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, or other natural phenomena.
0: Unfortunately, the weather is relatively clear, except for like maybe Starfall.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, (laughs) Starfall. Okay, which we call it. Do we are we starting to see anyone while we're approaching?
0: So you hear them before you see them. Um, so the the argument goes that uh, you hear one individual say the words, You are trespassing on Selesnian ground, Arakdos, turn back before we have to get hostile, and then on the other side, um, on the other side, you hear. Um, another individual shout out, well, we was just curious about what the thing was and it happened to land here. This, the That thing from the sky ain't yours, but we wants it. <laughs> and so like this goes back and forth of like this sort of style of argument where one side is forbidding entry and the other side is uh trying to achieve entry. You see, as you approach, you see about like three or four of these uh individuals dressed in like sort of like these very like bright and make bright red makeups wearing very striped uniforms, like they're some sort of like uh, dangerous carnival gang. And on the other side, you see a couple of these robed individuals, some of them wearing uh, these sort of green-tinted suits of armor, all with sort of this like nature-like tree uh, motif all over their equipment. Okay. You haven't had to leave the park you you, uh, entered in in the previous session, so this would take place inside the same park that you were in last time. The one notable feature is that there is a sizable hole through the earth.
1: Are they like right in front of it or are they like guarding it far away or?
0: So the carnival gang is on the far side and the hole is on the other side. The green individuals who are barring entry stand in between the carnival gang and the hole.
1: Okay, so they're like right up next to it and up to it then.
0: Yes. So as you, um, as you uh, uh, go within line of sight, uh, Ardwin whispers to you, it's the Raknos and Slesnia Guild. Who are they? Well, the Slesnia are a bench, are kind of like, uh, they are nature preservationists. They uh, basically make sure that nature has its place on Ravnica. And, and then the Rakdos, well, they're, they're a bit more unsavory, if you ask me. I'm more like uh, assassins and performers. Uh, that no one I would ever associate with.
1: Dangerous mm-hmm. people. What would they want to do with the star piece?
0: I don't know, but
1: hopefully we can get our hands on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are they like, are they like cut off by like, are they, you said it's like they're in like their territory. Is there like a giant gate or something that's like surrounding, like where they're blocking it off or.
0: Uh, the gate uh, that you would uh, were searching for is something that the Rakdos sort of entered through. So okay. they are already trespassing so in uh, in your eyes or in 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 one's eyes they are already trespassing.
1: Mm-hmm. okay, cool. So what I'm going to do is I'm gonna think for a moment I'm gonna look uh, I'm gonna to look to uh, who's his name I already forget, and I'm gonna be like, how badly do you want to see? You? fallen star
0: he kind of looks with a mixture of uh, um, concern and uh, doubt I'm not not really sure I mean if if it was just us here I'd have no issue but I don't don't want to cause any guild skirmishes
1: oh that's right you're part of a guild hmm pity alright well if you're not gonna go I certainly am I wonder if This is a bad idea.
0: Of course it's a bad idea. I mean, the Rakdos.
1: Are they really that much big of a deal?
0: Left to their own devices, I once heard a story where they tied a man to a spinning wheel table and threw knives at him until he bled out.
1: Oh.
0: I called up one of their performances like like it was some sort of magic trick.
1: I think I have heard rumors. Wait, I think I have heard rumors of these ones. The one with the, uh, the sick jokes?
0: I suppose you could call them that. Jokes.
1: Okay, so then what I'm going to do is I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what the heck-a-rony to do. And looking over all of my spales to see if any of them were helpful. Maybe I should just talk to them. Ones are all about preserving nature, and... And that seems pretty honorable. All oh, the other ones seem a little... Hmm. Okay, I'm going. What I'm going to do? Okay. Um. Are do I hear any like? No, because if I like, if I were to like send like a spirit into there, or like birds and shit won't know what's going on. Okay, yeah. So I'm just gonna look over at the guy because I'm. I'm like he's gonna hold me back. Alright. I will be right back. Don't move. Don't get caught. And I'm going to, uh, like, kind of... I'm going to use one of my wild shapes, and I'm going to down into a cat.
0: He gives an audible gasp as you transform into a cat. He he leans down and says, How did you... Oh, the guys back at the lab have to hear this.
1: I'm narrow. I'm like narrowing my cat eyes and tw- and like I'm like.
0: Seren, is that still you? Can you understand me?
1: I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna. I want to try to climb up that wall and over. But, like, I want to go in a direction because I'm nice and small. So I want to kind of, like, do if there's, like, any, like, trees or anything up against, like, the wall. I want to be able to climb the wall, get onto the tree, and then get inside the fence. Okay. So, so I'm gonna give, use me,
0: my uh, give me an acrobatics check made with advantage. And so okay. Or a cat.
1: I should probably get up cat stats. What is a cat stat?
0: Um, I believe a cat D&D. by itself.
1: Here we go. Uh wait, is that technically a, a So it would just be
0: roll a 1D twenty plus two for you.
1: Okay, one D twenty plus two. Actually it has a
0: climb speed of thirty. So like you don't even need to roll.
1: Sweet. Okay, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Okay. So I'm going to hop up and I'm gonna climb up the wall and I'm gonna go down the tree and I'm just gonna kind of like scurry through the bushes, like you know, just just being a cat, just now. And I'm gonna wanna go in the hole and like investigate it.
0: Make me a stealth check.
1: A stealth if you're, check.
0: If you're doing this stealthily, otherwise,
1: you know that's that's valid. I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be quiet and sneaky. Um, my stealth is probably higher as a human. Maybe let me see.
0: You'd be surprised.
1: What is my? Actually,
0: I've got a plus four to stealth on, as a cat.
1: Oh, cool. Okay, so I'm gonna roll a one d 20 and
0: and then add four.
1: 1d. Uh oh, I fucked up. Okay, I'm rolling a 1d20 first, and then and adding then, four, and I'll just add four to it. Fifteen. Oh, fif- Oh, okay. Yeah, fifteen.
0: So, being as a nimble as a cat as you are, you're able to slowly creep past the arguments of the Rakdos and Solizardian guilds and you're able to make a wide circle, giving them a wide berth as you gaze into this hole. Uh, As you peer down to the hole with your cat eyes, it just diminishes into a very deep darkness, but you do know that this hole seems to admit the sound of some sort of running water.
1: Running water? That's weird. Okay, I am going to... Let me see. I have... Can I try to per- Can I try to perceive what the heck I'm hearing or looking at? Or is there a safe way? I'm because I'm gonna go down the hole.
0: Unfortunately, cats do not have dark vision.
1: Shit. Okay, how deep is this hole? Like, would people be able to like hear and it's see?
0: Probably like a 10-foot drop.
1: And the guards' backs are turned to me, and I'm pretty low in there, right? Correct. Okay, so I'm going to i'm gonna keep in myself really fucking low i'm going to back into a human and i'm just and i'm going to hide i'm gonna like hide in the hole among like the rocks and dirt and i'm gonna look around see what i can see because as as my true form i do have here uh dark vision
0: so gaze as you uh land in this hole you uh land in what seems to be the sort of like Unpleasant smelling water.
1: Ew. Is it like.
0: As you are surrounded in a large stone cylinder that seems to go forward and descend into darkness.
1: Uh, I'm going at this alone, aren't I? Oh no. Okay. After a
0: few moments of getting your surroundings, you hear another sort of a splash next to you. (gasps) Fuck.
1: I, I'm i hiding.
0: <laughs> so, unfortunately, you can't find a place to hide before this individual pulls back their hood and reveals this sort of uh, translucent-skinned individual that seems to have the same bone structure as your friend Ardwin.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna go...
0: You notice as, like, their skin sort of, like, um seems to, like, reflect in, like, this sort of fish-scale pattern or this sort of, like, chameleon-scale pattern as it goes from, like, this sort of dark, uh, dark pitch black back to their normal uh warm mid 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 skin tone.
1: Out of character, that seems really cool. In character, Saren doesn't mind because I'm sure she's found some cool alien people running around. She probably doesn't know the... there's, there's a weird difference.
0: He nods to you and he says, you're not the only one with transformations. Let's get out <laughs> of this muck as he like flings like gunk off of his fingers and he does climbs onto like the uh it?
1: does it smell like UI
0: um, so have you ever been in a sewer?
1: No, but I imagine they have, like, holes that they shit in.
0: There is plumbing on Ravnica, to respect.
1: Oh, that's fair. So, no, I guess she's never been in- She's never been into a sewer before, I don't think. she's. They don't really have sewers where she's from. Oh
0: yep, God. it's a sewer. Ugh. Is this it's a sewer I believe we're I believe they are governed by the uh, Golgari, so to speak yes. Although, we might run into something unsavory here despite their um, governance mm-hmm. his voice also seems to like echo amongst the walls we should probably be quiet while they're still up above us
1: mm-hmm. oh did you see one of your did you see one of your compatriots out uh, by the wall?
0: Uh, no, I didn't.
1: His it was able to
0: slip past His
1: name was... Ar- Ar-
0: <laughs> no, no this, this is still Ardwen.
1: Oh, it's still Ardwen. Okay, I thought it was someone different. Oh, it was the same guy. Oh, okay, I see. he got it.
0: chameleon skin.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, so it looks like him. He can just...
0: He can just, you know, change his face to, That's... like, different colors to make things a little bit more easy to hide.
1: I see sarah knows that danny's an, uh, a fucking asshole <laughs> um which we'll call it okay so she's just gonna kind of look him up and down and be like that's a neat trick you could have made you could have made yourself more useful then didn't i mean to... we're
0: both in the hole aren't we
1: i thought you couldn't get in i never out. said
0: that i said i didn't want to but i wasn't about to leave someone alone
1: okay mm. i'm gonna look ahead so why well, how would the star piece it just fell where did it where did it go can i like look around is there like scraping like this someone pull it because i made that big of a hole it has to be big
0: so you do uh immediately around it, there was a significant amount of rubble mostly like terrain brick and mortar but also a sort of this of uh, like stone um that seems to uh um, um, uh, I'll describe it as if it's like sort of like this pale greenish geode with different layers of gemstone inside of it, and it seems it, it it's cracked into a few dozen pieces around the out around the uh, perimeter. You see, uh, you look down and you see a couple more pieces of this geode farther downstream.
1: Hmm. If I pick it up and I look, like it, look at it, it doesn't look like any like kind of gemstone or anything I've seen in the past or that I may be familiar with.
0: Give me a a nature check.
1: A nature check. A nature check. I'm proficient in that.
0: So you pick up one of the pieces of the geo that hasn't floated away downstream yet. And you kind of study it for a moment examining the different layers that are are inside of it you immediately notice that this geode seems to have um, been encasing something as it was a relatively large geode but it shattered on impact you can tell by the way the gem is cut that there are smooth pieces and around smooth pieces inside the gemstone that would imply that it would encase something rather than be a solid formation as for the type of gemstone, you haven't really seen anything similar to this, given that most of your work is done, most of your livelihood has been spent above ground.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. So I'm going to pick up every single little bit of rock and gem and like, do they like look like they fit together?
0: Um, with a little bit of guesstimation with your dark vision, it's a bit difficult to piece them together. But you have to like find like maybe like two or three that you can like plunk together relatively well enough.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's and so they
0: seem of- to fit together, and it seems to shape into the sort of like almost well-cut form, as if there was a gem inside of the gem.
1: Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick all of them up and put them in my bag, and we're gonna continue to go. Like, you have about
0: 50 GP worth of precious gemstone. Ooh. By the time you are picking up all the pieces, Ardwin has kind of like hoisted himself up onto one of the sidewalks or the gangways on the sewer side so he's not standing in the the water. The water. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow suit, kind of copy him a little bit, because I don't know what I'm smel- standing in, but it smells very familiar. And I am going. Uh, I want to follow the trail of where these are going. Very well. Also, keeping a sign out for anything that might want to stab me.
0: Okay, so you find yourself on this location.
1: Oh. Can you see Arduin?
0: A uh, little bit. I think uh, it's a bit dark.
1: I can see perfectly fine. I'll go up front. Should I should I give you a light, or should we do this stealthily?
0: I should be okay. Oh, should, okay, translucent skin wasn't the only modification I made to myself.
1: Okay, so no light then. Let's see. So we're gonna keep going. We're gonna make sure he's staying like pretty close behind me.
0: So the darker texture that on the center of the, the alleyway is uh seems to, is the water
1: ew okay
0: so it's about 10 feet it's about a 10 foot wide gap in between jumpable but but gross but gross
1: you said the water where
0: uh the water's in the center it's about the 10 foot wide block
1: we should probably go into the tunnels one by one so let us yeah it's just it's just it's just sewer water it's fine i'm gonna jump it
0: that's a relatively easy jump Arwen looks towards you, and then he looks towards the uh, uh, looks towards the uh, place he, that you jump to, and he looks at the wall behind him, and he puts places a hand on the far wall before he's able to, like, much like a chameleon or a spider, climb his way over the archway, and then over to the other side.
1: She's just gonna go like, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
0: Don't shudder at me. You turned into a cat about 20 minutes ago.
1: Hmm, yes, and you were going to put me in a lab, as you said?
0: No, I said that I was going to tell the people at the lab about you. You see, in in the Simic Guild, we pride ourselves on a combination of adding animalistic traits to ourselves and to other creations to uh, accelerate evolution, so to speak.
1: Mm, Let's go back up and around. Let's go back and let's go. We should go down this. We should go down
0: Cool. Arbin then continues, "You see, nature has its, of course, its course. Evolution. I'm sure you, I'm sure you're familiar with the idea of weak traits are removed while strong traits are encouraged.
1: Hmm. Yes, I, I'm intimately aware of that.
0: So, to, to the Simic Guild, evolution—it's it's too slow. We believe so. We decided to use a combination of science and our understanding of the natural world to." adapt
1: adapt how how so
0: he uh begins he stops and he um again shows you like he pulls up his sleeve you see that his entire like his entire wrist and his forearm are covered in these sort of like chameleon scales um on both arms and you see that like in the darkness you, when you look for the first time his eyes seem to like um shine out with this sort of uh translucence that um, you would be familiar with in something like, say a cat or some sort of other night creature
1: Mm -hmm. mhm unluckily for you, cats still can't see in the dark
0: but I can you see, at one point I was just a mere half-elf, but my family in the simic allowed me to change myself for the better, I think
1: for the better, huh? How is your new body adjusting to itself?
0: Well, I've had this body for quite some time. About a decade now, I think. And um, I think I quite like it. I just can't wait to get more. Honestly, nature is so interesting that I can't believe no other guild understands or admires it the way we do. It's The tools are out there for us. We just need to take hold of them. I'm sure you understand. Nature is a wondrous thing.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Seven seven kind of looks a tiny bit put off. Very concealing. No, she's not really concealing it at all. Her face is kind of like scrunched up and looks at it and stuff like that. Well, I mean... I... My people and I... we, My people and I... We don't believe in the rush of nature. We don't why would you rush nature? Why would you deform it so? I mean it's I guess it's not so bad. you are you are all consenting adults right, and you are all doing it to yourselves. I guess it's no different than seeing those seeing those people with metal arms and metal legs. I imagine it's just like what we do whenever we lose a limb. you just put a stick on it.
0: Yes, ex- exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you understand. Evolution is a, is a long process taking generation after generation over thousands of, or hundreds of thousands of years. The Simiculate has no time to wait for creatures to evolve and adapt, so we, we help each other and we help them along too. Yeah. Just this morning I was working on some embryos that were originally from a, uh, from a female uh, lizard. And we were able to graft onto it some sort of crustacean sort of adaptation. And I believe that once I get back to the lab, I could probably
1: uh,
0: we, we see. You did
1: what to a lizard?
0: Well, it wasn't a lizard, but a lizard embryo.
1: She like turns to him. You are changing them before they were born.
0: Yes, to create new life, better life.
1: And you believe? <gasps> oh wow. Okay. Now you see, it's one thing if man wishes to change themselves man has man has always been foolish i'm foolish you're foolish beings who believe that they are beings who gain sentience also gain foolery One what is, do you mean to you, say i mean to say that are you actually helping it of helping them evolve or are you just throwing just throwing human and elven hands into it hoping you can change it for yourself and wrecking whatever natural possible futures it would have had. How many of those creatures have died while being in genetic embryos? Have you ever seen a liger?
0: No. What, what's a liger exactly?
1: I've been on planets where...
0: You've been on planets...
1: She is oh, you're very one much, of those
0: planeswalkers, aren't you?
1: She like She's literally like, you know, like from Harry Potter. You don't know Harry Potter. Anyone who's listening, like who watches Harry Potter, because I'm sure that's most normal f- freaking people. Teen um, Harry whole, Potter. The whole thing, Valhagrid, the giant, when he's like, I shouldn't have said that. That's literally her expression as she like turns.
0: You're a, that explains the, the, the ability to transform into another creature entirely. You've got magic from another plane. Where are you from? What's it like?
1: I have said too much already. It is weird being around humans. Humans talk back. Not even, not humans, sentient beings. That's another, a good word for it. A person's smart talk back. Hmm. Anywho. You kind of
0: like looks at you intently now. He's very interested.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I'm not sure if. I would, to be quite honest, we are very private people, and I can't stand the idea of people coming into my world and mucking up all of my creatures.
0: I assure you, our attempts are to make them better.
1: Have you seen, do you know what a, how do I put this? People over many, many, many millennia. I've been around myself for quite a while, and I have seen many people do very dumb things in the name of making things better
0: I'm sure you are science is not without its failures any progress is not without its setbacks and mistakes
1: you see that's where that's where we're different what you're doing is not natural selection in fact what you're doing is not natural at all it's curated selection curated selection what you guys think yourself to be gods
0: no we're helping the, the, those who placed these creatures on the earth. All, all I'm saying is that eventually, uh, the creatures that we, we, we've created would, would inevitably exist, we, we, we would argue in the, in the Simic. We just have them now rather than when we're all long dead.
1: Oh, I see what it is. That is why I am having these feelings. You speak as a child. Of course it is, a speaking as a child. You get impatient, not allowing nature to do its own job. So you think to do it yourself?
0: It would be long gone. Natural- it would and- be long gone before I could see any of the wonders we've created. Without the Simic, we'd be blind.
1: So your only interest in creating new things is to see it for yourself, not actually for the betterment of the world?
0: For both. For curiosity, for progress. It's all science, and science is a method we use to better and the world around
1: us. Science is nothing if you're sacrificing so many lives to get it right. Do you know how many of of those creatures probably suffered until their last breath? They're not meant to go this fast. Nature is slow. Nature knows what it's doing. People do not.
0: If it makes you feel better, I assure you that none of these creatures, if they suffer, suffer for long. But the ones that succeed, the ones that prosper, if they could thank us, I'm sure they would.
1: She turns and walks away.
0: Saren! Don't,
1: don't- She leaves him in the dark.
0: So as you walk off, he kind of just uh, lets you leave for a moment. Um, and that's when you see a, what seems to be like a small indentation in the wall.
1: I'm gonna go look at it. Go up real close. I'm gonna peek my eye into it. What is it?
0: So you- It's hard to see with all of the darkness around you. But you think you see like the faint glimmer of the of sort of a gemstone, something very well cut.
1: I'm going to investigate it. Right. Can I? Can I? Is it, it's not gonna be like. Is it attached to anything? Is it just attached to the wall?
0: Um, it seems to be in this. It seems to be like nested in a small uh, indent in the wall. Is like part of the stone was like eroded away by water or time.
1: I look around. Is there like any. I'm terrified. Saren's like, hmm, I've fallen into some traps. Is there going to be like spikes that come out the floor or at the wall if I touch this thing? I look for spikes, for spike holes.
0: Uh, make me a perception check or uh, actually make me an investigation.
1: Investigation. Investigation check. Bow, bow, bow. Ooh, you got neat teeth.
0: So you kind of like take a look around this eroded area and- you can't really see anything, unfortunately, as, like, the stone itself seems to just be, like, this sort of sheer, peerless surface.
1: All right, I'm gonna... Well, and, I don't see anything. I'm gonna reach for the gem.
0: As you uh, reach for the gem, after dissuading your sort of concerns, that is when a something latches onto you, and it burns. I need you to roll initiative.
1: Ah! I'm just gonna... I'm gonna go... Ugh!
0: Here we go.
1: Ah. Oh, I didn't select my token. Hold on. I rolled a not uh I rolled an 8 plus a 1, so I rolled a 9. A 9. Is that an ooze? How many times am I almost going to die to an ooze, Jasper?
0: As many times as you keep walking into dank places where oozes would be. <laughs>
1: this is the second This is the second time. I have grabbed a gem only to meet death, and I knew it. I knew it was going to meet death, but I'm like, well, I'm safe. Time to grab the gem.
0: So it's going to get its surprise attack off on you. Uh, what's your armor class?
1: My armor class is not very high, to be honest. It is 12.
0: All right, so I'm going to be able to hit, as this thing latches onto your wrist, dealing seven bludgeoning, as it like grabs on and then dealing another... Seven? Six more as it sears your flesh.
1: Oh my god. Oh, oh, okay. Minus seven, and then, uh, oh fuck. Hold on. Sorry. Minus seven, and then yes. and then minus six. Oh my god. I'm already at. I'm already like half.
0: Yeah, you halved you.
1: Fuck. I if I take one more, I'm dead. Okay.
0: Um, what's your move, Soren? It's your move now.
1: Okay, if I uh okay, so what I'm first I'm gonna do is I'm going to. Oh, it's the worst. I'm not used to being able to go so fast. I already wasted one of my starry forms or on uh, one of my forms. Oh no. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna look into my actual spells, because I don't think anything right here is going to save me. I'm going to do. I wanna get away from this guy. I think I have. I don't have Thunder Wave. Oh no, that's my other D&D character. Oh no!
0: You could disengage.
1: I could disengage. Does that take my entire turn, though?
0: It takes your action and your movement, yes.
1: And it takes all of my movement?
0: Um, no. You could move as much as you want. You just need to declare you disengage first.
1: Okay. Okay, then I'm gonna disengage. Alright. And how much of my movement does that take?
0: Um, none. The disengage action doesn't give you any movement or spend any movement.
1: Oh, okay, but it takes my action. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to back up. It. There's no way it has more like movement than me. So um, I'm going to move back 35 feet, and I'm going and I'm going to be like, "Huh, another fucking acid monster," and she's going to
0: another acid monster implying that this isn't the first time siren's dealt with this
1: she probably has like random fucking burn marks all over her body because she never learns to not touch the thing
0: now you're thinking of you're thinking of a fish your other character
1: you're right maybe it, you're right maybe she is smarter but man she didn't she thought it was safe she thought she thought it was good um okay so I did that and i don't have an action do i have anything that oh that's a bonus action that could like help me um i'm going i'm going to transform into my other starry form i'm and this will take up all of my things so far turning into a goddamn cat god damn it can't wait until i get more I'm going to turn into my archer form. All right. Um. So, uh, which call it? So then, like, she came back to, um, to kind of, like, ran back over here, and she, like, he can see part of her cloak, cloak is melted, and she has, like, this really, like, horrible, like, just burn all down her hands, and stuff like that. And she's like, huh, acid monster. Fun. And she's going to, like, take out her staff, and she's just um, her giant moon seven, she's going to slam it onto the ground. It's going to make a ting sound like with her, uh, with her lantern. And she's just going to be engulfed and turn into a, f- uh, a formless form of stars. Um, that makes the, uh, the constellation of the archer. And you can still see her little lantern hanging on a little moon piece right there. And I think as a bonus action, I can actually strike it, right?
0: You already used your bonus action to activate it.
1: You're right, Taroni and Cheese. Uh, and now there's a, there's a 10-foot radius of dim light.
0: Okie dokie. Oh, it's a bright light and 10 feet.
1: Okay, so it's bright light, 10 feet, then an additional feet of dim light?
0: Yes. There you go. Anything else for your turn?
1: No. Uh, nope, that's it. The stars are—it's um, bright, but the actual constellations are a little bit dim and faint, and kind of splint, like blinking in and out. Because I'm at eight hit points.
0: So and Industries is going to run up to you, kind of like, look at who's like, Seren, S- S- is that you? Are you okay? I heard screaming.
1: I'm just gonna, and he's gonna hear acid monster, or like they like whisper like acid.
0: He nods, and he's going to use the rest of his movement to close distance as he pulls out two short swords.
1: He has two short swords? Damn, he's kind of cool. They were,
0: like, behind his coattails. They kind of look like these sort of, like, sharpened, uh, chitinous uh, crab legs.
1: Damn, he kind of a bad bitch, though. Not going to lie.
0: The ooze will move.
1: I have your number.
0: On to him and make an attempt. Fortunately, Ardbin's able to dodge the attacks. The thing moves relatively slowly towards him, and he kind of like lifts his foot uh, out of the way of the uh, the creature.
1: Oh, thank God! Oh, it has a negative one movement. Oof.
0: Negative one initiative.
1: Oh. Okay. So it's your move. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, tap myself with a. I'm going to. Oh, actually, what I could do. Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm for my action, I'm going to summon my uh, my healing spiel- spirit. It's going to be so like, unlike last time where it was like a little like weasel or a ferret. No, it was a ferret. And like it was a little ferret this time, it's like a little like ghosty, wispy, starry ferret. And it's just gonna like tink with a little bell on it. So it's gonna go tink, tink. And it's gonna wrap around my shoulders and I'm going to get some healing. Cast at level two. three health three health okay so I think I get I do I roll for it or is that how much I get every round
0: that's and uh, you'll roll for it every
1: round okay cool so I'm so that's gonna get three health back on me right there and oh, thank you instead of eight I'm now at plus. okay i'm at 11 now and i'm gonna use my bonus action so from where a big beam of light kind of slowly comes out of the uh like a big uh stick like kind of comes out of where the lantern is that's like really big bright and glowing and then like her form kind of like like gets the shape of like a wispy hand and it pulls it back like slowly like she's like drawing an arrow and when she releases it it's just like like laser beam (laughs) Like, just straight over to, like, it arcs, like, right past Ardwin's head, and it just, if it if it hits, let's see.
0: Roll to attack.
1: Roll to attack. Bonish action, eh? Oh, I forgot. Does not it, because it's, like, a spell attack, I had to, like, roll it manually, right? Yes. So let me see. What do I roll for
0: it? 1d20 plus your spell attack.
1: What is my spell attack?
0: Probably five.
1: Does doesn't 18. That'll hit. Yes, okay.
0: As this uh, thing's blasted away, you like shoot off chunks of matter from this thing as grey slime goes everywhere in the opposite direction. Roll damage.
1: Okay, and that is a let me look at this.
0: Spell. 1d8 plus your wisdom modifier.
1: Nice. Oh fuck. Okay, ignore what oh wait, I can God damn it.
0: It takes five damage.
1: Oh wait, I did click it right. Okay, yay. Uh wait, uh plus your I-
0: wisdom modifier
1: plus my wisdom fire, so it takes 10 damage.
0: No, not your spell attack, your wisdom modifier.
1: My wisdom modifier, so... I'm sorry, so... Uh, my wisdom modifier is three, so eight points of damage? Correct. Yes.
0: Brings it to Ardwen, who's going to make two short sword attacks. That's going to be two hits. Good job, Ardwen. As eight. he like, starts like slicing off matter from this thing, trying to, like, get chunks of it everywhere. Uh, he's going to deal a lot on the first hit, then, like, he's gonna lean in front of the stab on the second hit, and he's, like, pulls more off of it.
1: Ooh. Oh, it's already almost dead. I'm going you know what, I'm just gonna double blast this. Well, first, I'm gonna take my healing. It's, uh,
0: 1D. So, out from the water emerges another one as it closes in on you. Oh my god. What's your armor class? I'm gonna hit.
1: I thought it was my turn. No! Okay.
0: Uh, this one's going to hit you and deal two bludgeoning, and then five more acids as it latches onto your leg.
1: Jesus Christ! I need
0: you to make a constitution saving throw for your spell concentration.
1: Oh, no okay wait you said first constitution saving damage. throw first you said the damage it's minus two
0: minus seven total
1: minus seven total oh no i'm gonna fucking die okay um she's going you just hear like a misty go uh, like a like a whispery hiss go fuck and she's going to uh oh wait you said a a constitution save
0: Yes, to con- continue concentrating on your healing spirit. So, uh, let's
1: see. 1d20 plus plus my constitution uh modifier. That's a 1. So, um, I a two. the uh,
0: ferret goes poof.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. 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 Yeah, that's… The next one's gonna
0: go and try to hit our boy.
1: I didn't realize I was going into hell today.
0: Oh, no. You'll survive. Most likely.
1: For the crowd at home, I have four hitch points.
0: Hitch points, yes.
1: Hitch points. (laughs)
0: Uh, this one's going to try to hit Ardwen. So a 15 will hit, and that's going to deal, uh, how much damage to Ardwen? As, like, one wraps around, wraps around his arm as he, like, tries to pull back his sword, he's going to, like, take, oof, 11 acid damage. Yikes. Or 5 acid damage and 6 bludgeoning as the thing grabs him. Uh, does your move.
1: <coughs> okay, um, so I'm pissed. You're still in your I, starry form. I'm still in my starry form, and I'm mad. I'm going to, um, I'm going to cast, as my action, I'm going to cast Barkskin on myself. All right. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to cast bark skin on myself, so that way I can have my AC now goes to a 16. All right okay uh can i yeah oh i can't even disengage oh fuck i might have fucked myself he's oh
0: no. dark skin
1: oh i hope that doesn't bite me in the butt i'm going to i'm gonna go Ardwin, and i'm going to like use my bonus action to blast the one he's fighting and hope it kills it all right oh fuck. So, a nine.
0: And a nine will hit. Roll damage. A nine
1: will hit. Oh my God. Thank God. Uh, and it was a 1d8.
0: Yeah, 1d8 plus three. Something like that.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Not plus five. It's plus three, I think.
0: All right. So, that's going to be a sure. 10. So, as the thing rears up against Ardwin to make its next attack, you're able to blast her with another no, radiant sorry. beam. It's
1: nine. It's nine. Not 10. It's nine.
0: Still enough to take okay. out the thing.
1: Okay, cool. And nice. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast it and say, get this damn thing off me. Hard one in to the he's gonna
0: move it. towards you. He's gonna move into the water, give himself advantage. Luckily, he had advantage. He's gonna hit twice. He begins wailing in on this thing, dealing a total of that much damage. As he, like, sticks both of his not-, both of his short swords into the back of the thing, and he begins, like, rearing it up as he, like, pulls it out, just trying to, like, abjure its form as best he can. Uh, the it's going to go and try to attack you again,
1: me, but he's right there.
0: You're also right there, but with your bark skin, it's able to, it has to, it latches onto you, it melts through the bark skin, but your flesh is currently unscathed.
1: Oh, thank god, <laughs> fuck.
0: Surrender is your move.
1: I am going to, can I like disengage? You can, I'm gonna disengage and go one, two, three. And I'm going to zap it like a goddamn fucking bug. And 1d20 plus 5. That'll hit. Perfect. And then a 1d8 plus 3. <laughs> 4.
0: <laughs> That's not quite enough as it's looking pretty bad, but it's on its last legs. Still standing, though. Let's hope ardwin can finish it up. So, with your Radiant Blast, you're able to, like, harden the exterior of the thing so that Ardwin's able to, like, go in for one more cross slash, shattering the thing uh, as parts of it drip into the pool below.
1: Hey, Ardwin!
0: That is combat.
1: Ugh. Ardwin
0: walks out of the pool, and then he approaches you. Are, are you okay,
1: Saren? She's gonna. I'm just gonna stay in this form for a while. But yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and she's gonna tap herself with some healing. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna hit myself with a. I wonder if more will pop out if I if I go grab it again. But I real I really want to know. Are you alright?
0: Couldn't be better. A little worse for where The thing got me once, but nothing that simic scientists, nothing a good skin graft can't fix.
1: Skin graft. I'm going to reach over, and I'm going. I'm going to reach over, and I'm going to touch him with a cure wounds. Like I'm going to go, and I'm going to like touch right on his arm where the wound is and heal it.
0: Okay, roll me a healing.
1: Ooh, seven healing.
0: He looks down at his arm and he looks back up to you. See, the flesh has been like relatively uh, put back together, but then he looks to you and says, "What about yourself? You took Aww. more hits from that thing than I did."
1: Well if it's going to be dangerous down here, can't survive on your own. And besides, and then she touches, she touches like her own form and she, and I get 10 healing points back? Woo-hoo! And she like starts glowing. Like she kind of like takes like her shape again, but she is very much like, like just a void of stars that gives off a really bright light. And um, her staff and the crystal and her staff and her, and her little like, uh, lantern is a little bit more normal and visible than really she is now that now that i'm feeling a little bit better she's gonna walk over and she's gonna grab the fucking thing
0: so it seems to be this uh as you reach into the hole one more time this time unabated thank god you pull out this uh, sort of beautiful uh, round emerald it seems to glow with some sort of inner light, and you're not quite sure exactly what it's what um, it does, but it seems to have some sort of energy trapped inside of it.
1: I'm going to look at it very hard. Uh, let me see. Do I have identify, or is that my other character? I do not have identify. Uh, would I be able to make an uh, car- an art? arcana check maybe
0: are you proficient in arcana
1: let me check core yes i am actually
0: go ahead and roll it it.
1: i thought that was gonna be a no folks i really thought
0: (laughs) you really thought
1: i was like this bitch doesn't know anything about arcana i'm like oh wait no she reads books of course she does
0: my god these 20
1: well the 16 plus the four
0: so you reach out with your feelings as you like can discern as you um, concentrate on the item in front of you, uh, consulting your innermost wisdoms about something like this. You know it's definitely magical in nature, but you try to focus in on it, uh, pulling a little bit deeper from its essence. You you can tell that the, the, this object, the way it tingles in your hands, it wants to communicate with you, but... It's just the thing you think maybe it just needs time
1: I lean down and I whisper to it
0: it gives off no response
1: I know you can hear me friend it's okay you can take your time to speak
0: everyone approaches um, and by the time uh, you uh, are able to like you know you do your studies and do diligence with it your story form begins to fade
1: oh no I only lasts a little bit What?
0: lasts a minute correct
1: oh shit I did not know that let me see uh oh I last got...
0: 10 minutes oh, okay now then you're fine for a little bit more okay Arduin approaches and says what do you have there
1: Looks was it like worth I'm coming in. down here i mean i'm honestly not sure it's a really really big crystal mind if i see it i look him up and down does he look like he's gonna like run with it
0: make me an insight check
1: okay I don't want it to be like, you know, like when you like ask a stranger to take your picture in like Italy or some shit and they tell you to back up, back up into the fountain and then they just fucking run with your <laughs> camera.
0: You know, I've been to Italy. No one's ever tried that on me. <laughs> Although I thought that I, that's not where I thought the story was going because that it was going to be like, oh, they just like take a picture and then they run. And you're like, what? No,
1: it's like steals, bike and runs. At least write it, you asshole. 22, we rolled a 19.
0: Argan gives off no indication that he will turn and run once handed the stone. He seems to give off the vibe that he is just genuinely genuinely curious about, like, what you have. And he wants to inspect it for himself.
1: She hands it over.
0: He holds it in his hand. And then he, like, takes out from, like, one of his coat pockets a sort of, like, uh, some sort of, like, uh, series of glass lenses as he stares into it.
1: Dweeb, I love him.
0: Oh, my. You could get quite a pretty penny for this on the... From the Orzova Guild, or several merchants all over Ravnica. I'm not sure how much, but oh, you might be very well endowed, my friend. And he hands it back. I'm not exactly a, a gemologist, so, so to speak, but I, I know I know a good facet cut when I see one.
1: Uh, this right I, here. Would I be able to tell with my uh, with my insight check if like if like he was able to notice that the gem was giving off "I want to talk to you" vibes, but right not right now, game?
0: Um, he didn't really hold it for very long, so it doesn't seem that he uh, interacted with it the same way you did.
1: Okay, okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be like, hmm, thank you. I'm gonna put it in her pocket, and she's gonna put it in her pocket, and we're like, well, we didn't discover all of, we didn't discover all of it. And to be quite honest, and does it look like the gems led here, or we just kind of like slowly went away, went to a different path? I would like to see if there's like another path, like to match the gems.
0: Oh, this one relatively matched like the geodes you were picking up as you were passing them by. hmm I will say that it, it it's it is quite odd that the gem was able to you imagine that the gem got lodged in one of those oozes mm-hmm. and then it uh car- and then the ooze carried it to its uh resting place oh, inside okay. the wall. That's that's what you can surmise based on like con- uh, based on like what's around you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of the regular geodes would have melted away, but it seems this thing, even though it is able to melt flesh and stone, this gem preserved.
1: Mm. Part of me is tempted just to take a look around. Take a look around this, as you call it, sewer. Yes. Just as much as I it. enjoy
0: being here, we should probably head back quicker than, rather than later.
1: Do you think that? Do you think that they're going to be coming down relatively soon, or can we? Do I hear them still arguing like idiots up there?
0: Um, you do not.
1: Okay. All right. I guess I'll have to come back here another day to see what these underground tunnels are. Likely. Seems like there is, but I might have to bring back my friends with me.
0: I suggest we head back to. Uh, my laboratory, see if we can get you uh, get you something for your arm and your leg. All right. I'll put in a good word for you.
1: Oh, I. I kindly appreciate you and your help. But I won't be needing that.
0: Are you sure? I'm sure the, the Combine would love to have you.
1: I am quite sure they would.
0: So as you return back to where you first entered this sanctum, you notice that um, the hole that you were looking for has been covered over with some sort of material. Shit. That's not good. Suppose we best find another way out if there is one.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it looks like I won't have to come back another day so let's see we already came down we already went down this way let us hop across this way let me see
0: so you look down this way and see that the tunnel continues for quite a ways Mm -hmm. you're not sure quite how far but the depths do kind of beckon you forward as hopefully there is a way out of this predicament
1: what about the the what about the tunnel right in front of us i mean above us does it seem like it's shorter
0: um if you were i believe you're already up there for a moment um it does also end in a dead end
1: and there's nothing in that dead end
0: uh, nothing of note really
1: okay yeah let's go ahead
0: so as you press forward deeper down this tunnel it goes on for a good few uh, uh, quite a distance. You're not quite sure quite how far you're walking, but hopefully at some point you do find something. But for now, I think that's where we're going to end the session.
1: Ah, see, I told you I wouldn't get to the Simic Guild long enough to burn it. Yes, from lack of trying. Not from lack of trying! <laughs> no, like, literally, she's just like, you're gonna let me in, huh? All right. <laughs> it's just gonna arrest her to invisible and set their whole goddamn not all of them she doesn't want to maybe maybe she'll just burn all the paperwork
0: <laughs> they're nice people
1: oh they're nice people
0: And that concludes our second mini-episode of Magic the Dungeoning. I hope everyone enjoyed this lovely episode with Seren and her journey into the sewers. In the meantime, please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Magic the Dungeoning. In the meantime, we'll see you next time.